I don't get the obsession that other people have mm-hmm. with other people having kids. Yeah. Why are you worried about my ovaries? Like, why? Get off of them. They like they got enough fibroids on them. They don't need you on them as well. <laughs> Everyone's comfy. AC needs to be turned off. No. You don't need, need it. it. <laughs> Cheers. Sorry. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> to you, to us, to What's Down Podcast. Yes, look at us, girl. I'm so happy for us. Episode nine. <laughs> Girl, I, we almost in the double digits already. How? By the time we get back to episode ten, yeah, it's gonna look different up in here. It's gonna look different. Things gonna be changing around. It's here. gonna be like season two, but we didn't take a break. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> take a break. <laughs> oh my way, went away. That's our jam. Go upstate. <laughs> no more state. I still don't know the lyrics to Lafayette though. You know, one day, one day, we and you keep know what? saying one day until that one day comes. Because the thing is, is like I'm not even gonna tell nobody. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna start just spitting, mm-hmm. just spitting. I'm like, <laughs> and you gonna be like, but all of that's gonna be the actual words. Be actual, though. yeah, actual words will be yes. in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actual words. So we're gonna take a sippy sip. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that rose fest. Thing that we did yes at italy downtown we just happened upon it after yeah. barbie we were like let's go into italy let's see what's happening went upstairs there's 40 <clears throat> minutes left i'm like bet we, we can, can drink and we can drink some we can drink in 40 minutes hello and, and we, we did, did. <laughs> <laughs> we showed it oh that was crazy i'll do it again <laughs> it was so nice it had some the best prosciutto i've ever had in my life uh good for you <laughs> good for you girlfriend mm-hmm that little um, zucchini roll thing was kind of cute. It I didn't good. even touch it. I, was I like, know you did. I was like, that got a whole tomato on it yeah. and balsamic. Two things that I can't I stand. I think that there was something inside of it. It was like a cream cheese. Oh, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I I'm glad I did not do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But out of all the things, I mean, the cheese was good, too. I just, yeah. yeah. I wish they would have had something for us non-swine consumers. They had, yeah, well, they had, uh, what is that? They had some type of bread with some type of pear. That bread was hard. That bread was hard. I was like, this is not toasted. This is stale. And there's yeah. a difference. Okay. I tried to, I was like, no, I I, I gave up. I'm yeah, like, I gave up too. I was like, you know what? This is just not meant for me. <laughs> like, Maybe it was good at the beginning teeth. of the day. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I was about to mess up my teeth trying to make that work. <clears throat> so. I don't know, girl, but that was just not for me. It was yeah. not meant to be. So. Yeah. Uh, so, Lauren, why don't you have kids? <laughs> is that an invasive question i almost called you the b-word <laughs> beautiful yeah let's go with that bodacious <laughs> why was i thinking about the nelly song bodacious looking for the right time some keys i'm leaving please leave it me and the rest of that makes me think of chance when he did the um the country's <gasps> version oh, of that. Oh, that was so good. I'll get up, up on the, the dance floor. floor. Get that man what he asking for. Because I feel like, like busting loose. loose. <laughs> I was like, this I actually needs to be a song. Yeah. Every, you know what? 
a lot of the songs that I hear, mm-hmm. they remake on there. I wish they would come out with an album because I would yeah. totally. I would 1000% listen the to that Ariana every day. The Grande joints? Yes, all of them. Let's go. So again, I asked, why don't you have kids, Lauren? <laughs> well, Jessica, that's a heavy question. <laughs> <laughs> It first starts off with, why don't I have a man? <laughs> <laughs> to answer, we must go back to the beginning. <laughs> it was a summer day, July 16th, 1988. <laughs> I came into this world. My mom was not on narcotics. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. She did not take the thing in the spine. No, she um, did not. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it, mom. Shout out to mom for Shout not taking the epidural. Mom. I don't think my mom had time because she said mm. we came out very quick and she just didn't, they didn't even have time to give her epidural for none of us. If I if I was to do it, that's how I'd want it to go. I would shoot shoot me up. Yeah. I don't want to feel nothing. <laughs> I'm saying I want the kid to come out so fast, you know, like on the way you be seeing those videos where they be in the car like, oh my God. <laughs> like that's. I don't know. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> you just see a head. And you on I-94 <laughs> <laughs> trying to get on the damn Ryan. <laughs> it's a head. Like, up, oh, the baby's out. Let's just turn around and up. <laughs> he was born on the 67th Street exit. <laughs> Drive up like, you was born right here. <laughs> <laughs> this way he was born. Right. Um, we'll put a pin in the question. Yeah. We'll no, put a, well. You want to put a pin in it? We'll no. put a pin in it. Okay. If you want to. Maybe we can start with something lighter. And and you know what? Let's get back to it because I I got some things to unpack and it 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 goes to my aunt <laughs> Becky. So yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man, oh man. Yeah. Uh, we can start lighter if you okay. like. Okay. Yeah. What are you watching? <laughs> What's TV like for you nowadays? <laughs> TV for me right now mm-hmm. is a lot of anime. Um, catching up on Demon Slayer. Uh, <laughs> one day guys we're gonna Mm-mm. do it no we're gonna get her Mm-mm. the only demon slayer i need to think about is christ mm. 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 come on now him too but it's <laughs> anime that is choice yes okay it's only got three seasons how many episodes per season like like 20 see bye let's move on it's quick. <laughs> Tell me about Demon Slayer. Let's say, well, I was about to say, let's say somebody who doesn't know about it, but that would be me. That would literally be you. <laughs> that would literally be me. And maybe only you. Um, so. <laughs> I can't help that I'm a different. No, okay. Different. So this, this kid, you know, he's, he's, you know, growing up a regular kid at home with the rest of his family. <laughs> Got anointed by the, <laughs> the real say. Kid, anointed. Family, got it. Let's go. <laughs> oh, family. He um, is supporting his family mm-hmm. by selling coal. And he's a good kid. He does errands for everyone mm-hmm. in the village. So he goes in the village, does his thing. Yes. He's going home. It's about to get dark. Mm-hmm. And one of the elders said, no, come into this house. Sleep. Mm. It's dangerous at night. He's like, no, I'll just go home. You know, it's not that far. He's like, nope, you come in this house. Mm -hmm. It's dangerous at night. You don't want to be out here. Demons are about. Mm, So, mm, mm, mm. you see, demons are about. He's like, okay, okay. Well, you know what? Just to appease you, I will come in the house and I will (laughs) stay the night. I'm leaving in the morning. So, you know, he stays the night. 
In the morning, he goes home. Mm. When he arrives, his entire family has been slaughtered. Brutally. His mom and his younger siblings. That's so sad. Yes. Um, But he finds that his sister Mm -hmm. is still alive. Okay. In a way. So he takes her and tries to run to the village to get help, get a doctor. Little does he know she has transitioned, not to be with the Lord, Mm. but she has transitioned into a demon. It sounds demonic. I ain't got time. Mm, You got me speaking in tongues over here. What is this about? It's but, but I will say it's about her fighting the nature of being a demon and protecting human beings. Got it. So a kid is contributing to climate change by, no, I'm joking. This is why she did not get into. It's a wonder I got her into sea drama. Got her. Okay. I mean, it sounds interesting or whatever. You know, demons and stuff. Anyway, I'm also, I also caught up on um, Mm -hmm. Jujutsu Kaisen. I watched the last couple episodes of. Episodes. I'm like Jujutsu. I'm like, ain't that a a martial art? It is. Okay. I'm with the anime kids. I, I anime. I caught up on spies. <laughs> okay. And the ancient Magnus Bride. I'm finishing that off, so. All right. That sounds lovely. How about you, Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What am I watching right now? Mm-hmm. Um, I started. What season is Only Murders? on three yeah i just realized like i gotta catch up i watched the yeah. first episode of the season only murders meryl streep is in this season mm. bt dubs i be, i want to watch that yeah so i gotta catch up on mm-hmm. i don't know if they released a new episode since i watched but mm-hmm. i started that again and every season it starts off mm-hmm. so good this is post okay because i think i've gotten to the point where there was the murder at the theater that was end of season yes, two. Yeah, that right? was end of season two. Okay. So now season three starts with that mm. murder. Yeah. Paul Rudd is hilarious already in like Yo, the small part that he has in there. He was so funny. Because he was at the end of season two. You get to yeah. see that part. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Paul Rudd is here. And then Paul I was Rudd. like, This is hilarious. So I am excited to see that. Yeah, very excited. What so did you think about that first step? It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not going to talk about it because I want you to watch it. Okay. Because it's like you see it, you're like, oh, my God. And then you're like, okay, maybe they're going to go in a different direction with this. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, yeah, no. Okay, okay. I see what they're doing here. Mm. And so, and then, of course, Meryl Streep is amazing in anything that she does. And Always. she's already elevated it just being in, like, the first episode. Like, she has some very funny parts in there because mm. uh, she basically plays like this person who is like interested in theater and has wanted to be in theater their whole life mm. and like doesn't really get their first big break until like her or her like old age, you know? So, mm. yeah. And um, so, yeah, I think I think this season is going to be lit. I think mm. the season is going to be lit. Okay. So, yeah. So, Caught up with that. And then I finally decided to watch The Boys on Amazon Prime. Finally! I feel like you tried to get me to watch season one like way back when we lived together. I think that was one of those things that you walked through the living room. Yeah, I walked in the living room when somebody ran through somebody's girlfriend. I'm like, what is going on? What is this? I was like, I can't explain it. You just got to sit here and watch. And she's like, 
thank you, but no. No. I just left. I was like, this is just not for me. This is not my steez. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to respectfully decline. I'm going to respectfully decline, or what is it? I disincline to acquiesce to your request. Yes. Oh, I love that statement. Shout out to Pirates Caribbean. Yeah. Such a classic. What is it? uh, That Matrix line? It's like like wiping your ass with silk. (laughs) Yes. Mm. <laughs> that's what i need to get the type of money to do is to be like anyway so um yeah so i started that mm-hmm. and i was like okay really my armani got me on so my little brother got me to watch it and so he's like oh you want to watch this and i'm like of course i want to watch anything you want to watch yeah and so so he got me watching it and we got through we kind of got through like like the first like two episodes of the first season yeah and i was like oh, okay i actually kind of like this like i want to see like where the story goes and um and then i wound up watching it all the way to the end of season one and then home did you and how far are you into it i think i'm two seasons in actually i'm i'm behind as well yeah because but- i just finished season two yesterday oh sweet so, so we're neck and neck there too yeah basically so at the end of season one when i saw that homeboy's wife was still alive, i was like <gasps> It's a plot twist. Yes. It's a plot twist. As long as a character that she <laughs> doesn't fall in love with dies. Yeah. That is the worst part. Or yeah. it's like an like a, a switch rule da- death. Yeah. I, you know, I could be into it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this is cute. So then I watched season two. And I was like, okay, I'm interested. And yeah. so now I think season three is starting. Like okay. it just, it started or I can't, I don't know how many episodes it is, but I haven't started yet. Okay. I haven't started season three. Yet. Well, so. technically I did. I watched a little bit of it with my brother today, but we didn't really get to finish. Okay. So yeah. So I started the boys really like that. It's a very interesting show. Mm-hmm. I like how it speaks to a lot of like, um, of how society actually is when it comes to the media and when it comes to the parasocial relationships that we have mm-hmm. with celebrities and with heroes yep. and with things like that and how many things are fabricated and everything is about a story everything is about content but mm-hmm. they're like these super powerful people that are deeply flawed mm-hmm. and like all of that so yeah it's been very 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 interesting to yeah. see like how they're doing it and i just love the character so much it's like it, i don't know what i thought it was gonna be but whatever i thought it was gonna be is definitely not that you thought it was gonna be what you saw in that first i thought it was second. but i thought it was gonna be honestly i thought it was you know okay here's what i think it was mm-hmm. i think this was around the same time and there was a lot of those cw like hero type of shows so it was a lot of like luke cage's supergirl yeah. flash uh daredevil arrow Mm -hmm. and i'm just like if i see one most fast mother effort i'm gonna lose it like was one fast mother effort in there yes (laughs) and it literally just basically started with him and i was just like i just did not have the capacity to watch any more hero content on tv at that time Mm -hmm. and so i'm like i'm just not into it but you know what i did the same thing with vampires right because Mm -hmm. i never watched like the vampire diaries i never watched true blood Mm -hmm. because around the time those things were coming out it was like twilight was everywhere and it just felt like vampires were everywhere and I just feel like when it comes to watching television and, like, mm-hmm. watching certain content, I just be like, this again? We're watching another mm-hmm. vampire? And so they were like, oh, different. true. They're yeah. like, true blood, vampire diaries. I'm like, I don't care. I don't know about Stefan. Wasn't Stefan and, and uh, Homegirl? <laughs> <laughs> Elena? Sure. Yes. 
Don't know about it. So I never watched. I never. And then you, I think you tried to get me to watch Vampire Diaries, and I was not truly did try. I watched like five minutes of the first mm-hmm. episode. I was like, I'm not watching this shit. Like I like, just literally we, turned it off. I will say for those people because there are those of us who have watched it and yeah. gotten to the part where it's it's really good, mm-hmm. and I do know like that first part of it is very. I'm writing in my diary and <laughs> I was like, this is some bullshit. I just yeah. turned it off. <laughs> just turned it off. But I wasn't ready. But yeah. you never know, because I feel like I'm always like mm-hmm. I'll it'll be like six years later. And I'm like, girl, I finally watched Vampire Diaries. Yeah. So I might be due. I, I think you'll really like it. Like once you get past, like mm-hmm. I feel like the first part of it was very, uh, and yeah. then oh, you're a vampire, and then you know it. But it starts to get like like really deep and a really good story. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that the actors who were a part of it they fought really hard to have certain stories and incorporate certain characters. Like they tried to get rid of the. Uh, Cat Graham, which is like one of the only like black yeah. actors in there, and then I, I, I mean, the thing is, think about social media. Is, even mm-hmm. though I never watched Vampire Diaries, yeah. I've seen that drama like mm-hmm. about people talking about how Cat Graham was just done wrong. And, she like, was she done so wrong, a lot of racism and like all of that stuff. So then yeah. that didn't help me to want to watch it either because mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, they already, I already know I'm gonna be mad now watching mm-hmm. them do it. Not that I was such a huge Cat Graham fan. I was like, mm-hmm. uh, first of all but yeah you know i don't know but who knows maybe i'm due for vampire diaries finally give it a shot you can talk about it on the podcast yeah we talked about a lot of shows that we're gonna try one we gonna try something one of these days we're gonna do it yeah but i do think it's tougher like now that we don't live together Mm -hmm. i feel like it's harder for us to not be watching the same things yeah together because we watch the big things yeah like like if if um if there's a good like marvel show on disney plus we'll watch it mm-hmm. we'll both like watch it and kind of keep up with it yeah if it's something like house of dragon like we're yeah. both of us are definitely watching it and like mm-hmm. keeping up with it but i feel like for house of dragon we were meeting up though right yeah we were we were doing like a hello fresh night yeah hello fresh night yeah. like get pizza like mm-hmm. all the stuff like we made like a thing to watch house of dragon yeah for sure so unless it's something like that mm-hmm. i feel like you'll be watching something i'll be watching something totally different oh yeah then, like just how we just anime versus yeah the, bo- well, the stuff i'm watching the boys gives like an anime vibe it i from what i've seen of anime like mm-hmm. i can see that yeah as far as like the the how things are shot mm-hmm. definitely um so yeah so watching that and mm-hmm. then um i'm up to episode nine on and just like that the spinoff of sex in the city yeah i don't know i feel like i keep trying to like this show yeah and i feel like I don't like it, but because I'm so emotionally attached to these characters because I love Sex in the City, yeah. I keep giving it a chance. Mm-hmm. And I think what the issue is, I think is that when we first watched Sex in the City back in the day, mm-hmm. it was an actual series, yeah. right? And now the way that they shoot series is like you only get like 10, se- 10 episodes per season. More limited series. It's, yeah, it's more, it's, it's more limited. And so it's like... I'm trying to enjoy these characters like as they are now, but I don't feel like I'm getting enough time with them. Mm. And it's like everything just feels like it's moving so fast. Yeah. Like even the even because are you going to be watching it? Like, do you care if I I, talk about certain things? You can definitely talk about it. I I will say from the perspective of like watching season one. Yeah. um, It just felt like a lot of 
the like the character progression was very rushed it was like oh you're doing this totally opposite thing from what you did in the series yeah but there was not really a good lead up there's not a good lead up and then there's no like as far as like the why behind so many things, mm-hmm. I feel like just gets lost in translation. Yeah. So like even think about the character Miranda, mm-hmm. they were just like she's never been happy with men. And I'm just like never. She was definitely like, happily with Steve. Right, I right. But then, but then when you think about the storyline of her and Steve, like you had. Because that storyline crossed multiple seasons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we had so many episodes to see the development of that character. Mm-hmm. And then even in the movies when, like, he cheated and, like, yeah. they got back together and, like, all of that, it was such a testament to, like, what happens when you can work throughout it through yeah. issues with your partner and things like that. She must have been happy enough yeah. to want to be with, like... Yeah. There was a lot of love between those two characters. So much love between those two characters. And they had, when they had Brady and like mm-hmm. all this stuff, like there, it wasn't perfect. It was imperfect. Yeah. But there was love there. And I think that that was the purpose of it. Like she proposed to Steve, I believe, like yeah. in the original series. So to get to season one and for them to be like, well, have you ever been happy? And like, when was the last time he was happy? And she was kind of like, never. It's like, okay. Like, we don't have to undo mm-hmm. all of that stuff with Steve. Yeah. Just because, like, now that you guys are older, like, maybe you want something different. And then mm-hmm. they just kind of rushed that relationship with Che. And then she was moving to Los Angeles. It just felt like there's no time to, like, mm-hmm. really get to the next point. Yeah. And I feel a lot of that is the same way with this season. Because, you know, they brought Aiden back, right? Yeah. So, it's like, everybody has always wanted Aiden and carrie to get back together or feels like carrie should have chosen aiden Mm -hmm. and what i feel like i feel like they just shit on the relationship that she had with big because like at some point it was just like she's like i feel like i made a big mistake and then like somebody asked like well why didn't you and aiden work out and she's like because i made a mistake and it's just like okay it was way more complicated than that yeah like watching it for the first time you look at carrie and you're like obviously you end up with Aiden, right? Mm-hmm. And then I remember watching it. I remember watching the series because I feel like I rewatched the series before and just like that came out last year. Yeah. And then it made total sense why she never ended up with Aiden. Yeah. So we did a big rewatch when we were living together too. Yeah, we did. And so it made total sense why they didn't end up together. Yeah. And now it's like they're undoing all of that and just like, oh, she made a mistake by marrying Big. She should have married Aiden the whole time. And I was like, do we for, did we forget what Carrie was like yeah. in Sex in the City and, mm-hmm. like, the the nature of, like, the type of relationships that she, that she had and, like, how different her and Aiden were at the time? Mm-hmm. And so I think that they tried to lean into the uncomfortability of her choosing big over him and, like... But then they do it in a weird way. Like, he can't go up to her apartment because he has so many bad memories in the apartment and, like, all this other BS. And it's just, like okay and then they rush it and then now they're in love again now they're meeting she's meeting his kids and now she's buying a new home so that way he can be in new york and then his kids can visit and and it's just like it just moves so quickly past Mm -hmm. we had all this we had all this stuff like she cheated on him and i'm like i'm trying to remember if they even brought that up at any point Mm -hmm. and i don't think they really like really dealt with the fact that Mm -hmm. she cheated on she cheated on aiden with big right and just for him to be like, I don't like the apartment. It's just like, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so it's just like, I think that that's why it's so hard for me to like this series because mm-hmm. 
they it's like we don't have as much time with the characters as we used to and then it feels like these characters get to these points that don't really make sense for the characters we know them to be so i even think about the movie too like where she had an opportunity to like like figure out like trying to be with aiden like they met up again yep they kiss yeah and but she still chooses big and she chooses she always chose big every yeah. time so to say that it was just a, to to whittle it to whittle it down to just being like a mistake and mm-hmm. eh, i didn't really agree with it so mm-hmm. i'm still watching it because like it's my train wreck of a show and i just have to you see, gotta it see it through i have to see it through to the end like i'm already so i'm so i'm so invested it's like yeah. a bad marriage it's like i spent so much time in it i want to try to get squeezed as much as i can out of it yeah but i don't know that i'll keep watching for season three Mm. really i'm just waiting on the phone call that she may have with samantha because i know that uh oh god there's a cameo by what's her name samantha no shit that's not her name kim cattrall kim cattrall i know that there is a cameo and i gotta see the cameo yeah so yeah so that's what i've been uh that's what i've been watching but see the killer part is i've been hearing that the cameo is supposed to set it up for her return for season three i think that kim cattrall okay here's what i think Mm -hmm. I 1000% think that she should come back. Yeah. Because it's like sex in the city, like that, that genre just works so well with her. Yeah. And then I do want to see her interacting with these other characters. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they have like these other characters that they're trying to add in. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they don't work, mm-hmm. but it's just like the four of them is just like, it just makes sense. It's like you have this. You have this melody between these four characters that just makes sense. And I would love to see what, what she adds to and just like that, like being her age and like, mm-hmm. you know, different things like that. Um, but I understand like if there's a lot of beef there and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. what do we do about yeah. it? But I don't know. I would love to see Samantha in and just like that. I feel like and maybe that's what really is missing for me. It's just like yeah. I just don't feel like it's complete. And maybe that's why they're kind of like... <laughs> It's kind of like they're grasping for stories, and that's because the characters aren't complete. They are they're missing her. They're yeah. missing the the character that just passed. I forget his name. Oh yeah, and in the way that they wrap that up, it's like okay, y'all need me in the writing room. <laughs> yeah, the way that they wrapped up the Stanford story, I was just like, mm-hmm. okay, like, but. It is what it is. So I'm still going to be watching. I'm still going to finish uh, episode 10. I don't know what day it comes out. I just know that at some point I think about it. And Mm -hmm. then there's an episode. Yeah. Boom. And that's what it is. So Mm -hmm. that's what I got. (laughs) Period. What's down, everybody? What's down? What down, what down, what down? I'm Jess. And I'm Lola. And thank you for tuning in to What's Down Podcast. If you are enjoying this conversation so far, we ask that you continue to enjoy it and you continue to listen to us talk like no one is listening, but secret hoping everybody is. Yes. <laughs> and we don't care if you're listening on audio, Mm-mm. if you're watching vid- video. Yes. If you're watching on video <laughs> platforms. It don't matter. Yeah. We just want you to like, share, and subscribe, or leave a five-star review if that's the only option you have. Have. Yes, uh, <laughs> leave a five star review on Spotify, yeah, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Exactly. If you're using YouTube, make sure to hit that notification bell. Yes, as always, I love to say that you will know when Jessica <laughs> is posting our content. If you yes. hit that notification bell, so please do that. Y'all know the goal. It's a hundred subscribers and listeners on yes. Spotify. Yes, and on YouTube, and that's separate. So we want a hundred on Spotify. Yes. And 100 on YouTube. So do both. 
Yeah, so if you do both, then we won't even have to worry about combining it and trying to find a hundred over here, hundred. Mm -hmm. It's just like if you just do both, yeah, then it'll make it'll make it easier for us. Right. And we are so so appreciate it. We'll yeah. love that. We want to say thank you. Also, yeah, this is this is this is like random but yeah. we, i want to say thank you to all the 41 at present on present day we got yes. 41 subscribers 41 and that is more than i expected right now <laughs> honestly like the like if they're because i think about it because because okay so when you're looking at the grand scheme of things mm -hmm. you're like you see people with a million subscribers or hundreds of thousands of subscribers mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. so 41 is just like eh. Yeah. But then i'm thinking like how when do i even really talk to 41 people like consistently no. Not really. And I think a good maybe 15 of those people are our family members. Definitely. So <laughs> there's a good amount of people that are not related to us. And we appreciate <laughs> and you. And we appreciate you so much for yeah. coming in at the very beginning of what's down we mm. really do appreciate it we so hope that you continue to enjoy stick with us it's gonna get better over yeah time. it's gonna get better over time and also continue to follow us on social media you can find us on instagram at what's down podcast mm -hmm. or tiktok at what's down underscore podcast yeah. it's popping yeah tiktok is popping yeah we like yeah tiktok is filling us you know what I'm saying we're still trying to cozy up to youtube instagram, instagram. is instagram is playing a little hard to get but you know we're we're consistent yeah okay we're consistent we're gonna so keep at it we're gonna keep at it we're gonna keep you're gonna love me <laughs> you're gonna love <laughs> me <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should have been in, in Broadway. Yes. <laughs> Dreams to fed. Right. One day. No. <laughs> One day. Mm -hmm. Oh, you think we're trying to start a podcast? Ha ha, really? We're trying to break into Broadway theater. Yeah. <laughs> the long game. <laughs> Playing the long game. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> so, thank y'all again. Help thank us you. get into Broadway. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Lauren, again I ask, why don't you have kids? <laughs> what's what, what's wrong with you? No, I'm joking. <laughs> so many things. Um, <laughs> no, I get that question a lot sometimes. I, sometimes I do as well. Yeah, sometimes yeah. From, from men and sometimes from women. Um, yeah. Okay, how do I attack it? So, mm -hmm. I'm going to start with childhood. Um, my aunt was a young mother. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to Auntie Becky. Um, hey, Auntie because Becky. I shamed her to no end. Oh my gosh. When I was a child. Ooh. And she got pregnant. Mm. So I feel like I had to have <laughs> a shout out of Whitlock. <laughs> she knows this though. Like she, that is amazing. You, um, so you shamed yourself into not having kids out of wedlock. I think so. Okay. I think so. Because I was like, you know, you're too young to be out here like this. <laughs> she's happily married with children now. And Becky's doing well. Yeah, she's doing well. Um, and so is her offspring. Um, <laughs> Lord Jesus. Um, fast forward to later in life. I just never found someone that mm -hmm. I thought would be a good partner um, in a long-term relationship mm -hmm. um hence i'm single now yeah and also i think about like the people who wanted who even broached the subject with me and i'm like 
y'all don't have it together i think i was very like having like a a father in in my life and having like Mm -hmm. that family i wanted to have a family too yeah um and it just never got to that point so i just never ended up having children um Mm -hmm. i do at some point want to have kids yeah but i want it to be under the right circumstances luckily you know um i didn't have that instance of like you know things happen Mm -hmm. and you have children when you're not ready for them yeah um and are you ever ready for children probably not yeah probably but i i wanted to have the best and in my mind growing up the best or at least how i was told the best way to do it Mm -hmm. is to be married and have um you know a partner for that and i just never had that so I got you. So you would say that you're child free by circumstance, not by choice. Yes. A little bit of both, though. Yeah. Like, you know, by choice, because I had certain criteria in my Mm -hmm. mind, or at least I was indoctrinated to think that, you know, I needed to be married before I had children. Mm -hmm. So by choice in that way, but also circumstance, because I could have had children before that. Yeah. You know, there's always those situations and I just never, you know, it never happened for me. So, yeah, geriatric pregnancy for me, you know, (laughs) (laughs) geriatric. I mean, women are having kids later and later. And every time somebody has a kid at some late age, I just like tack that on to be like, I I mean, someone's only had a baby at 50. I mean, I'm saying we out here. How does it make you feel to be child free at this point in your life? Um, it's a double edge. It's like I'm happy because I only have to deal with myself. Mm-hmm. I deal with my fur babies, you know, mm-hmm. and they are a handful as it is. You know yeah, about McCall. I know. Um, McCall is a rough rider. Yo, I'm tired of that little girl. Yeah, but I love her. a rider. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That is her theme song. <laughs> um, so. You know, I, I feel like it's, you know, and I'll be seeing them kids sometimes in them stores. I'll be seeing some of my, you know, my relatives' kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's a good choice. Like, I just, yeah. <laughs> I see some of them. But it, and in my mind, I, I always think to myself, like, oh, if I had kids, I would do it differently. They wouldn't be like that. But they might. Yeah, they probably would be. Yeah, and you know, you know, we talked about it in the other episode. I don't want no short kids. No. <laughs> As a short kid, uh, I take offense to be offended. No, <laughs> to that. Um, but you know what? It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. What about you? Um, you know, circumstance or choice? I feel like I'm 100% shot free by choice. Mm. I feel like I knew pretty early in my life that I wasn't going to have kids. Mm. Like, if I think about, like, as early as I knew that I was like, yeah, this is probably not for me. Mm-hmm. I was probably, like, 14, 15 years old. That's deep. I'm like, yeah, I ain't going. I ain't doing this. Is it, like, things that you saw, like, in other families, in your own family? Just the... yeah. I think it was mainly things that I saw in my family. So mm-hmm. I think like I was informed by a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So my parents, my 
all right, so I'll start by saying, like, my family was always blended. Mm-hmm. You know, like, both of my parents were teen parents. My mom had my brother. I think she was, like, 17 years old. I think both of my parents were 17 when they had my brothers. Mm-hmm. So my dad had a kid at 17 years old. My mom had a kid at 17 years old. And by the time that they met, you know what I mean, they, like, obviously they were both parents already. Yeah. And then they met very quickly. Like, I think my parents met probably in the summer and were married by winter. Like, they got married very fast. That mm-hmm. was the way you did it you know, in the church at that time. And then they got married in December yep. of 1988. And I was born in September of 1989. <laughs> so things move very quickly. Um, but I was always in a very blended family. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like there was never like a traditional sort of sense of like, okay, they waited till they got married to have kids. Yeah. Right. So that's the, not that's the background that I'm coming from. Um, my parents got divorced when they were when I was 10 years old. So this was like early 2000, like maybe actually 2000, like the year 2000. Mm. My parents got divorced. And when you go through watching your parents get divorced, mm-hmm. it just like one, because we were none the wiser. Like there was things that happened where the communicate the way it was communicated to us wasn't really like done well i don't think mm-hmm. because i wound up finding out through snooping through some paperwork that i wasn't that i ain't had no business looking at and then i think my sister found out through a friend of a friend of like who was told by her mom it was just like it was very weird like the break like how the breakdown happened nobody, of everything like, sat everybody down yeah nobody was like all right let's sit everybody down let's have a family conversation and be like you know mom and dad are separated mom and dad are getting divorced or whatever it was just like we were living with our, we were living with somebody, we were living with our grandmother, and then we, then my mom took us and moved somewhere else, and it was just, it was a very messy sort of situation. Um, so that really basically put my mom in a situation of being a single mother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't that my dad was never in our lives or anything like that, but I think any child of, like any child that's a um, product of divorce is like. It doesn't really, not saying it doesn't matter, but it's like as well intentioned as the, I would say the other parent, like the non-primary parent is, at the end of the day, you're being raised by one parent. There's only so much that a non-primary parent can do as far as like actually raising children Yeah. um, in the span of like, oh, oh, every other weekend, right? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you're not even spending a full week with the other parent if you think about it in that way that's true and so like so i so with that said i'm not you know dissing my dad or anything like that but it's like we just didn't spend enough time with him to be like in the be- in the beginning i would say um so i really watched my mom be a single parent you know and my mom really struggled a lot with raising us mm-hmm. like there was just never enough money there was never enough time there was like we barely got to see her she was working all the time and then, like, I had an older brother, but he, you know, he kind of, like, did his own thing a little bit, like, as far as, like, living his own life and, you know, making a path for himself, which was his business, you know what I mean? Like, that's what he wanted to do with his life, mm-hmm. and I don't fault him from that. I don't have any, like, um, like, uh, like any any bad feelings about him deciding to do what he wanted to do, but what that did for me was that put me in the position of where I'm 10 years old. And I'm becoming, like, a second parent to my younger brother and sister. So when I think about being a parent, or even getting married, but that's a whole nother discussion. Mm -hmm. It's like, when I think about being being a parent, what I find is, like, when I talk to people who grow up in a two-parent household, Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of glamour around 
having a family mm-hmm. and it's just like oh I, so my parents were together and they were together for x amount of years and they had us and we lived in this house and da 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 yeah and for me i feel like with divorce and like watching your parent be a single parent like that's all taken away like parenthood looks as difficult as it is mm. you see what i mean like you get to see the very ins and outs of you know, parents struggling to make decisions and not being able to have enough time, not being able to have enough resources to do a lot of things on their own. Yeah. And so to me, it was like, I just saw it for what it was. I never got an opportunity to like glamorize being a parent or the idea of having children. It was always like, this shit is hard. Yeah. You have said this shit is difficult. And, and no matter how idealistic a person can be when you watch when you're actually watching somebody be a single mom and like you're in the scenarios where you don't have enough money or you know what I'm saying? Like there's issues with finances and you watch and you struggle with like, okay, can we keep lights on? Can we gas on? Like keep the food in the house and like all of that stuff. It's like as idealistic as some people are like, like, well, you don't know if that's going to be your situation. You don't know if that's going to be your life. It's just like, well, what's to say that it wouldn't? Right. So like, this is what I know. So I think like, so this is me being 10, 11, you know, whatever. Like I'm, I'm taking all of this in as a young child mm-hmm. and I'm, being the second basically like a second parent to my younger brother and sister while being a child myself yeah so there's a lot of scenarios where like um like where i would have to make sure i got like before my aunt my great aunt start stepping in and start taking us to school it would be like me walking them to school make sure they ever make sure we all get to school i remember at one time i think like i had to finish registering us for school and i was in like the fifth grade Mm -hmm. (laughs) you see what i mean it was like my mom being like okay like take this paperwork go to the office take them this this and this and this is going to help y'all be finished registering for school and i'm like i was in the fifth grade like you see what i mean like that that changes your mind about like what it means to be a kid and so in going through that and then with that said I also had like my aunt you know my I had an aunt who had you know who had several children I love all of my cousins and you know all of that um but with her having multiple kids a lot of times I was in a position to like babysit them sometimes Mm -hmm. so I remember babysitting them as early as like 13 14 15 years old and like taking care of my little cousins like I was 15 years old taking care of my cousin who was like I think Michelle was like she was like maybe a couple months old. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I'm like at her house, like waking up every two hours feeding Michelle, mm-hmm. <laughs> like at 15, yeah. like taking care of them by myself overnight, which is wild to me to this day. Yeah. But you know, we grew up, I think we grew up a little bit faster than kids grow up kind of nowadays. Yeah. So it really put me in a space of like, yeah, I don't think I want to do this. Mm. Like this doesn't feel like something that I want to do because... I was able to see it for what it was. Yeah. Like I was able to have those experiences with like my younger brother and sister and so far as like trying to keep them together and make sure they were good. And then watching my younger cousins at very young ages and like, you know what I'm saying, waking up with the baby every two hours to mm-hmm. make bottles and put cereal in the bottle and yeah. you know what I'm saying? And like make breakfast for them and like try to keep up with them. And you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so it just was like, oh yeah, this is actually like tough. Yeah. And even though it was never a moment where there was nothing that I didn't feel like I can handle, watching that was like, 
yeah, I don't know that this is something that I want to do. And then there was also like that feeling of like, okay, I don't want to be a teen parent because my parents, my parents were teen parents. And I just kind of watched like how that shaped their life. And it's not to say that I don't think that they love us and I don't think that they would change like the situation. But I'm sure that knowing what they know now, if they can go back, they would probably make different decisions Mm -hmm. about like becoming parents so young in life. And so that just kind of informed me for a very long time in my life to be like, you know what? I want, I don't want to choose this life for myself. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think that even though I never physically said it, like ver- said it verbally, like I'm not going to have kids. I feel like when I think back on when I, when I think back on it, when I feel like I knew I was never going to have kids or when yeah. I knew I didn't want kids, it was probably around like 15 years old. But I didn't really say it until I was like, 19 20 years old i was just like yeah i'm not having kids Mm. that was when i first like verbalized it to to maybe like other people okay i have like so that brings me to two questions i have yeah becoming um somewhat of a second single parent yourself (laughs) at a very young age does that give you the been there done that like i've i've yeah. i've raised my kids already you know how that- i joke like that yeah i joke like that so when people ask me if i have kids i'm like oh yeah i got grown kids like i'm mm-hmm. talking about like my younger brother and sister and even my even my youngest brother Armani, because he was born when i was 17 years old mm-hmm. so and i spent a lot of time like taking care of him and you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like being like taking care of him and keeping him with me you know um especially when I was like around like between like 17 and 19 years old. Yeah. So it kind of does feel like a been there, done that type of situation. Like it feels like I don't necessarily need to know what that's like for myself. Yeah. I don't necessarily feel like that's an experience that I need to have Mm -hmm. in my life. I just, I really don't like, I don't. And it's not, and it's not any shade because I think anybody who knows me knows that I love kids and like, like my nieces and my nephews are like my light. Like I love them so much and like I enjoy spending time with them and I enjoy like being an aunt, Mm -hmm. but I very much enjoy like coming home and like not having to worry about like taking care of a, a being like a human a being. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah taking care of a human a <laughs> like human. so yeah. yeah i definitely it definitely does feel like i've been there done that type of scenario yeah because i can imagine i feel like all of the feelings that we end up getting like when we get in our 20s and we mm-hmm. feel like that biological clock is ticking yeah probably happened for you prematurely like because you know you were thrusted into yeah. that and you you went through the motions already and it's like I feel like like a lot of like the older women like I've done it, I've taken care of some kids, I've done my yeah. my service and I'm done. Yeah. So, and that brings me to like my second question because I know you had a job in the past where mm-hmm. you were in childcare. Yep. So, did that job like how wait how old were you first at that time? I started working at the daycare when I was 18 years old, mm. and I pretty much worked there from like 18 to 20 on and off. Okay, so yeah. this is, I think that this answers my question, but did that reaffirm? <laughs> did that Do you see a baby that has diarrhea and shit up their back? <clears throat> or a baby throws up on you and you got to go home and change your outfit because you got throw up on you from your neck to your pants? That's happened to me. 
Yeah, no glamour. Mm-hmm. I just did not get afforded the glamour. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of like... It was all hard times. <laughs> yeah, it makes me wonder why you even try. <laughs> yeah, working... And so working at the daycare... Uh, I do think working at the daycare kind of reaffirmed a lot of things mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, I got to see just how other children were and like but i also worked with different ages of children right so i used to work with babies as early as like six weeks old Mm -hmm. but then i used to have class like i used to work all the way up to school age kids and i think it went up it went up to like third grade yeah so what's that like nine nine ten nine ten o'clock lord jesus nine or ten so yeah so working with all different ranges and ages of children and mm-hmm. like i did i did enjoy it like i do enjoy working with kids at one point i was gonna be a teacher like at one point i thought i wanted to be a high school teacher mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like i was just gonna go straight into teaching like high school english or whatever yeah and um but it did reaffirm a lot of that for me so like when you're sitting and you're taking care of that many kids and you have different types of children from different types of backgrounds and you see, like, what it's like for kids to grow up without, like, we used to have some kids that were, like, foster children. You know what I mean? We used to have some kids that were foster children that got adopted, some that were fosters, and then went back to the families, and then that was an experience. Mm-hmm. You know, watching, you know, watching the the very clear difference between parents who had help versus parents who didn't have help. Mm-hmm. Like, we used to have this couple, and they were, like, the best. And they used to always alternate, like, chaperoning on field trips. And they just were, like, a team. Mm -hmm. And then you had the parents where it was, like, clearly the dad, like, who is this guy coming to pick up this kid mm-hmm. and versus like the mom not and you, that could be anything right that could be like the dad works majority of the time whatever but a lot of times sometimes it really wasn't that situation mm-hmm. and so when you see different type of couples and you see different types of ways like kids are being raised it did reaffirm that for me and it did make me feel like man could i take this kid home like could i take a kid could i get off work and then mm-hmm. have to go home and deal with this. And the relief that I used to feel at six o'clock mm-hmm. when they came and picked up their kids and knowing I did not have to go home to any children of my own. It was just like, yeah, no, Mm-mm. yeah, no, no, thank you. I was just not about going back into day. Like, yeah. And I never worked at a daycare again. Actually, I don't think I've worked with children again after that. Now that I think about it. That's a deep, bro. <laughs> it's very deep. <laughs> never went back. So, so yeah, I just, it just didn't feel like something that was for me, mm. you know? And then there was a certain point also where, and this is like no shade to anybody because anybody that I ever mentioned, like I obviously like love them and care for them and stuff like that. Yeah. But like when you grew up in a religious household, when you grow up in a religious household, not just a real house, religious household, but when church is like your primary environment that you kind of yeah. grow up and make friends in, you know what I mean? Like, there was a lot of pregnancies. <laughs> there was a lot of pregnancies happening, you know. Um, a lot of pregnancies happened when we were, like, getting into our teenage years. Mm-hmm. And just seeing that and watching, like, just how different people's lives change with having kids, especially having kids early. Mm-hmm. It's like, and a lot of them are wonderful parents and, and stuff to this day, but I see the difference in like my life versus like my friends' lives who maybe had kids very early or just have kids at all. Yeah. And it's it's just like, it's just different. Yeah, It's just like life is different. And so for me, it just never felt like something that I needed to experience myself. So even if I were in a position where I was like, let's say I was like super intentional about getting married or like whatever, 
it would need to be with somebody who wasn't trying to have kids or didn't want kids like we would have to be it would have to just be like you would have to be content with it just being like the two of us and I feel like that's what I would want in my life right now yeah now but I look at people like Jeannie Mai yeah and I'll be like oh my god am I gonna be like that like Mm -hmm. get hit like 41 and be like actually I want a baby (laughs) like I don't think think so depends on the partner like if if your partner is like present Mm -hmm. and willing to shoulder it could be, I mean, if you think about it, like children can be considered a burden. Like you have to yeah. put a lot of, you have to sacrifice a lot yeah. to have children. Mm-hmm. But if they're willing to do half or more of the work and, you know, that changes yeah. things. I think it does change things, but at the same, but it's still difficult. Yeah. You're still changing up your life a lot, yeah. you know, for, for, for this child. Mm-hmm. And what I would never want is to feel like, I would never want to be put in a position where I put in a position where I feel like, oh, I have to be doing this because it's the next step of my life or I'm gonna yeah. regret it or whatever. Because people would keep telling me like like I've heard comments like, Oh my god, that's selfish, like to not want kids is very selfish. Yeah. Um How? And w- to whom is it right to, you? to whom this is affecting you that much that you right. think I'm selfish yeah like I've heard I've gotten comments like that that is selfish or that you're gonna change your mind I've had people just say like I just don't get it that just doesn't make sense to me mm. like to not want kids or like all this stuff and that is yeah. so wild to me like we're all the same that everybody yeah. wants the same journey yeah. it's just like when I go home I mean I'm home now but when I go home <laughs> When I go home. Yeah. <laughs> right. When she goes home, yeah. when she gets out of my house. No, uh, it's just like, I just feel so much peace. Mm-hmm. And like, even like I said, even though I spend a, I spend a good amount of time with like my, my nieces and, and, you know, nephews and stuff like that. It's like, I never feel like at the end of that experience, like, oh man, I wish I had this. Yeah. Never. Like, I'm always like, that was nice. Mm-hmm. And then I come back to my life. <laughs> Just exactly, as, and I'm just as happy as I am, you know, with that. So I definitely feel like I fall more so like into firmly like child free by choice because mm-hmm. I do think that if I was walking around like early my early years with the mentality that I wanted to get married and have kids, I definitely feel like I met some guys like back in the day where I'm like they would probably been like good husbands and like partners to have kids with, mm-hmm. but I knew that that's not what I wanted for my life, and so I'm just like sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I get it. I get no, it. No, thank you. I'm gonna <laughs> gonna dip out now. I'm gonna see myself out. Like right. I just was not trying to do that at all. Good day, sir. Mm-hmm. Good day, sir. Good day <laughs> to you, sir. Sir, you stand back there. <laughs> you get that baby making machine away from me. <laughs> no, thank don't you. Don't you start singing. Don't no. you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I don't. I don't. I don't know. I feel like I'm child free by choice for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think all of your points are valid. Mm-hmm. I think it's crazy how, like, because I've heard that, too. Like, yeah, what's wrong with you? Are you being self? Like, when are you going to, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, mind your business. Where, worry yeah. about yourself. Worry about your, it's already hard enough to be an adult. Mm-hmm. But then you, you add all these other factors in. Mm-hmm. Like, let people do it in their own time if they choose to do it at all if they choose to do it all do you feel like you've made peace with not having kids right now yeah because i i don't think that in where i am now i'm i'm single mm-hmm. and i'm i'm sure that if i had children i would most likely still be single or if mm-hmm. i tried to like force a relationship to happen then i would probably end up being miserable yeah and 
that partnership aspect is like key to me like seeing my parents yeah work together to bring you know me and my brother up mm-hmm. like i can't you know I, I, i've seen a lot of um single parents i've seen a lot of you know single parents with someone the other party in the picture but they're not you know yeah. doing their part mm-hmm. and i just don't i don't want that for myself gotcha so if i can't have the 100 percent participation the partnership then it, whether we be together or not yeah then i don't want it do you think you would be fine with never having kids like let's say mm-hmm. you get to like 40 45 mm-hmm. and you just like actually this might never happen like mm-hmm. how do you think you would, i mean it's hard to say how you think yeah. you would feel but like do you think you would be disappointed do you think you would be i don't content? know i i think what, the the further along I get into it, mm-hmm. I think I would be content. I do have a contingency plan. Yeah. Like, I think about it like, okay, well, you know what? There's someone in my life that I could, like, reach out to and be like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, you and me still haven't, you know, yeah. <laughs> had children or found the ones. So let's just, you know, yeah. have kids together and just, like, be partners and, you know, in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think... You know, still at even at thirty five, I'm like I'm still holding out for partnership. You know, yeah, that partnership. You know, I want to raise a child with the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. Yeah. Um. But I think at some point that question that question is ever looming and it's mm-hmm. getting closer and closer to be like yay or nay. Yeah, like you like, have like more child rearing years behind you. Yes. Than you we don't really know because it's hard to know with women Mm -hmm. you never know unless you like get testing done with egg reserves and like all of that stuff Mm -hmm. which i'm just like not not doing at all Mm -hmm. but it's like you don't really know like all right am i gonna be one of those people that just has a little reserve of eggs and then i'm gonna croak out at 40 and i'm or 45 Mm -hmm. or am i gonna be one of these women that'd be like i'm 55 and i'm having a baby like i just couldn't even imagine you know at that point i'm like it's too late i don't care if i'm still able like i'm like i'm not yeah so yeah i mean one thing that has made me i don't know if i want to say sad or what but like i was seeing like quite a few tiktoks of just like mothers especially like single mothers and even people who are married or like Mm -hmm. a lot of young women who not young women but older women as well just being very like regretful of having children or trying to highlight some of the more difficulties of like motherhood and stuff like that yeah and um i don't know it made me kind of sad because obviously i think that a lot of times we maybe we catch people in a bad moment like you have a kid that's screaming and you know then you got another kid that's hungry and you got another kid that's sad and like you're dealing with all those emotions at all the same time colicky yeah like all of that stuff and so i do think that we're seeing more now a lot more like women online who are talking about their experiences with having children and maybe some being a bit regretful mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie i've had i have had friends mm-hmm. who have told me like i love my kids from top to bottom but mm-hmm. if i could do it differently i wouldn't have them yeah i mean that makes sense i mean you think about like women who are dealing or who have dealt with like a major like postpartum mm-hmm. like course yeah and that whole child development, like the early part, or even I, however long it takes to get out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they may not have the, the proper support, I'll say. Yeah, I've seen that too. Like they may have a husband, but the husband's not yeah. giving as much as they could be giving. Exactly. Um, 
And then I think about people who don't want to have kids who force themselves yeah, to have children. To stay in a relationship or whatever. Yeah. Or they're like, oh, because everyone's like pressuring, pressuring me. Pressuring them, yeah. Or this is what I was told I'm supposed to do. That you're supposed to do, you're supposed to want. So you kind of cave into yeah, that. To like I do think that that's pressures. sad because it's like... I mean, I get it. Like I said, I've gotten some comments, you know what I'm saying, about about that as well. But I do think that now, is I think that it's gotten easier over time. Yeah. Because I feel like me telling people I didn't want kids at like 19, which at this point in my life would be over 10 years ago. Well, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over 10 years ago. I was thinking about 29. I'm like, no, 19 is definitely over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's like the way that people were, would respond to me then versus how they respond to me now. Yeah. It's just like, girl, you know, do what you got to do versus like, you don't know, shoot, sure, whatever. You don't have a little baby, a baby mm-hmm. girl, and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just like, no. Yeah. And so now I wonder if like because of the rise of social media, you have more women like sharing their experiences about motherhood. If that has contributed to more people being at peace with being child free. Yeah. And I think that also those, all of that starts to quiet the further you get into your thirties too. Like, yeah, I felt like 25 to to 30, mm-hmm. I was getting a lot of the baby questions. A lot of the, oh, every yeah. year at the family reunion, when you going to have kids? Da, 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 da. And I will always respond when I have a husband, mm-hmm. you see a man over, <laughs> right yeah. now. Um, and then, you know, the, the further I get into my thirties, the less people ask me that question. Yeah. And I think it's because, you know, the further you get in, the less likely you can. So, yeah. Or maybe people just finally give up or they realize yeah. like it's just not an appropriate question to ask somebody in general. You knew you would think. But. Yeah. <laughs> you would think, I don't know. I don't think my family, I'm trying to think like, I don't think my family ever like super pressured me to have children. Mm-hmm. Like, but we don't really be messing with extended family like that to be like that in touch with like everybody else. Yeah. So it's like the people who know me, like they know me well and they just don't even really ask. But sometimes you do get those kind of questions like, mm-hmm. oh, like, oh, you think about having kids? You think about getting married? Or like, where? Where's the husband? Like, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, I don't know. I just don't feel like I'm on anybody's timeline but my own. Like, Mm -hmm. I never want to be put in a position where I feel like I'm rushing something that doesn't need to be rushed. Mm -hmm. And I just think that you could have a full, beautiful, happy life without Mm -hmm. having children. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't think that that makes you a woman. I don't think that that makes you you know, more more of a woman than someone who does have kids. I think that you like I think the life is especially now is more of a choose your own adventure yeah. it's like alright what do I decide to do and so what I try to do is I try to show up my show up fully especially as an aunt and just be present you mm-hmm. know for my nieces for my nephews and like have that sort of auntie that I feel like I wanted growing up and um and yeah and I'm, but I don't think that it I don't think that it makes or breaks your life I think life is what you make it yeah and if you decide that having kids is what you want to do then great then enjoy it I do think like I see some people like that are moms and I'm just like I just stand in awe of them because they just have the the patience and the nurturing qualities and the amazing like wherewithal to like really raise and rear their children and do it in a very responsible and happy way and you know whatever and they're raising like especially like my my sister-in-laws like I think about the the guys and my sister the 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 girls that my sister I'm sorry the women that my brothers have married and I'm just like wow like I look at them like raising my 
you know, my uh, nieces and nephews. And I'm just like, wow, like, I really am, like, inspired by them and, mm-hmm. like, and what they do. And you can tell, like, okay, this was something that was a part of their destiny or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also think about, like, I have, I've had, like, a great aunt. Like, I think my great aunt Daisy, she never had kids. And we didn't think of it when I was a kid, I, we didn't think of it in any way that she didn't have children. It was just, it just was what it was. Yeah. <laughs> like we wasn't thinking like, Oh, great under out there with no kids and nothing to nothing to speak for. It was just like, yeah. she just, but she looked out for us. She looked out for her, for her nieces, her nephews, her great nieces, her great nephews. And she just like, she was still present. Mm-hmm. You know, we were still in her, she was still in our lives in her own way, but she didn't have kids of her own. And we didn't even think of it. Like, as like a good or bad thing or anything like that. It yeah. just kind of was what it was. My aunt's like that too. I have an aunt, mm-hmm. um, Auntie Lane, never had children. She had for her babies. She she took, I think of, it, when I was younger, I kind of thought of my aunts as extensions of my mother. Yeah, for sure. Because they all had, they all played a part in the person who I am today. Mm-hmm. So you know it's okay to like get that part of motherhood from your nieces and nephew i think so as well yeah yeah for sure but you know what bothers me though what is when well you probably haven't had this experience i know i do because i'm cool with all my exes Mm. but they would often ask me like oh like when are you planning on having kids what do you care yeah we're not together. You have families. You have children. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's neither here nor there. Let's let's move on. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't get that. I don't get the obsession, though. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of get it, but I really don't get the obsession that other people have with... I don't get the obsession that other people have mm-hmm. with other people having kids yeah why are you worried about my ovaries like why get off of them they like they got enough fibroids on them they don't need you on them as well. <laughs> the fibroids are already there we right. don't also need you on them also why don't you worry about my fibroids why don't you why don't you urge the research census to really see what's going on with fibroids right. in the black female community hello and brown communities okay all the communities they are affecting us at substantial rates <laughs> and nobody cares about that right let's talk about that so let's worry about fi- because maybe the fibroids are the issue right maybe the fibroids is really what stopped me from wanting to have kids i don't know we don't know and you know why we don't know because there's mm-hmm. not enough money and research being put into mm-hmm. fibroids and you know why there's not enough money in there because not enough men are caring about yes it. <laughs> exactly so really it's on y'all it's y'all fault <laughs> we just volley yeah, it's, just part. it's like it's that it's your fault why i don't have kids right I have <laughs> like, let's talk about that yeah okay put that in your pipe put and that smoke are, it. yeah put that in your pipe <laughs> We're a mess. Hilarious. But yeah, so yeah, I don't I don't understand the obsession yeah. with, with with it. And then I just think like I never forget when I was in college, right? Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about life as we did in college. Yeah. And people were talking about like, oh, I want to get married by the time I'm this and I wanna have blah blah blah. And I remember saying, like, yeah, I don't know that I really want to get married or have kids. Mm. And I remember a girl asked me, like, you don't want to get married or have kids. What are you going to do? Why do you think I'm in school? <laughs> and it was like she could not conceive of 
what a life would look like without having a husband or children. Wow. She was just like, well, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Work, go to school, like mm-hmm. finish school, mm-hmm. uh, go to work, guess, get yeah. a job, maybe do some traveling, yeah. go to some cookouts in between there, holidays. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I, what do you mean? What am I going to do? I want to be like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, no, I think about thing. it. I don't even think that girl is married or has kids. Now I'm gonna have to check. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what have you done with your future? Right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to think. I'm like, I don't even think she has kids now. But anyway, but yeah, she literally asked me, like, well, "What are you gonna do?" And I'm like, tons of things. Be a fully functional human being. Yeah, be an adult. I don't know. You know how much more time I have now? I don't know. It was just, but it was the weirdest question. It was almost like, if you're not doing this, yeah. what value does your life have? Yeah. And like, what activities can you even conceive of doing if it doesn't revolve around having a child? Because this is what you're supposed to do. So if you're not going to stick with the plan, then what are you actually going to be doing with your life? I'm like, literally anything. Yeah. Because I have the time to do it all. I don't have to like focus on another human, another few human beings depending mm-hmm. on how big your your household would have been yeah i can focus on myself i can do the things that i enjoy i can find out the things that you i enjoy figure it out you know and just live life so you can have a the paramours in every port <laughs> <laughs> what is it i'll take on a lover uh, tracy lover. ellis right yes have a lover <laughs> something like that so yeah. that was funny but yeah so i don't know i just think that I think that if you if you're a person who really wants children, then yeah. of course you should have children. I think mm-hmm. that children are a gift. Children can be amazing yeah. and they can be beautiful and all that. But it, just make sure it's your choice. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Make sure that you are putting your placing yourself in the best possible position mm-hmm. to have them and to like you know and and to do and be a mother in the way that you feel is best for them. Yeah. Um, but then if you decide not to, like, I truly don't understand, like, why people can't conceive of a woman's life be like, mm-hmm. past, like, having kids. It's almost like that's, like, the end-all, be-all, like. Yeah. I mean, that's that speaks to, like, stereotypes and, mm-hmm. and social norms. It's like, you know, women are only good for this thing because that's what their bodies are made to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, what if you don't do it? There are certain women who don't get chosen to get married. We talk, yeah. we talk about like Pride and Prejudice. Like she was like, I was about to be a spinster. Yes. And I'm 25. <laughs> She's like, I'm 27 years old. I'm already a burden to my parents. Like, what are yeah. you talking about? Like, all of us cannot afford to be romantic. Yes. So, she okay. Was Charlotte, but, you know. Yo, but she Charlotte. was she was going through it. But she, and she went for hers and she got her her man she got her man she said my man my man my man this room is for my particular use you know what i mean and it's like but you know in those times it was even worse because like you literally couldn't have anything unless you had a husband you could have a bank account account. you couldn't even inherit the property of your own family like you know so so yeah, that was uh, but I still love that movie. I <laughs> and, do. Uh, and the book too. I finally like. I love the way he stalked the crap out of <laughs> Mr. Tossy. Mr. Tossy. Oh, lovely book. Yes. But yeah, so it's it's. I don't know. I think that now, like, women should have the opportunity to just make the 
just to make the choices that they want to make with their life. And also, uh, like, F you to people who are like, well, you might become lonely one day. and Who's going to take care of you when you're older and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, the same person taking care of, they could be taking care of both of us. Because you know what else? When I used to work at a daycare, Mm -hmm. there was a place right next door, a nursing home that I also used to work at. And guess Mm -hmm. what was in there? A bunch of MFers with kids. Yeah. Kids that put them in nursing home because they couldn't take care of them. Mm -hmm. Or they didn't want to take care of them. Yeah. So it's like having kids does not guarantee that you're going to have a legacy. Having kids does not guarantee that you're going to have somebody who's going to take care of you when you get yeah. older. It's not going to guarantee that you're not going to find yourself in in situation where you may feel lonely. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't guarantee that. Yeah. At all. I think that what people mess up at is thinking that, oh, I'm having these children so they can further my legacy and so that they can take care of me later in life. Yeah. But it doesn't always pan out that way. It really Children doesn't. die at all ages. Yes. Like, what if you have a kid that passes away early on in their lives? Mm-hmm. You like, know, kids go off to war. Mm-hmm. They, do, You know, it just walking down the street. It, it, you know, it's just. All manner of things can happen. Bank. Like, oh, I'm having a family. Yeah. So someone will take care of me. Yeah. And I think and it also. The, and to me, that feels selfish. Yeah. So it's like. You'll call me selfish for not having kids, but then you only want to have a human being out of the fear that you won't have anybody to take care of you when you get older. Yeah. Like, to me, that's the ultimate level of selfishness. Now they got to come into the world and pay bills and and, and deal with the IRS. You already got... And then I think about some of my friends, you know, they have had bills in their name before they could even say the word bill. Before they can spell the word bills. Yeah. And... So, yeah, so I think that do we love and respect, like, mothers and stuff like that? Obviously, yes. Like, yeah. we want to be able to. And, and we're and I know for myself, and I think for you, too, is, like, we're a part of these communities as well. Like, we help out where we can mm-hmm. and, you know, make ourselves present, you know, for, you know, for our families and for friends in certain situations and things like that. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's like. You should be able to you should be able to make your own decisions. I feel like I feel like you should be able to have your own choice. And yeah. if you choose that, you know what, this life is not for me, then I think that for me personally like that's okay. And I don't think that anybody should be able to tell like tell you like oh you have to have kids or you have to have you know what I'm saying? you have to be a mom. And if you and if you're not a mom, then that means that you're that you almost like your life will never be complete or like whatever like that because mm-hmm. I think we see day in and day out that that's just not the case that's definitely not the case like people can still have full happy lives and then be child free Mm -hmm. and then you can also have full happy life even if you are a single mom even if you you know what i'm saying even if you are a wife and a mother it's like that doesn't mean that that has to be your entire life it's like you can still have your own identity you can still have your own Mm self-worth and ultimately i think that like what i would just like to see is just women just having more options Women having more options, women being able to, like I said, to be able to choose their own adventure and it not be just, you know, a matter of like circumstance. Like, oh, the condom broke up. Now I got these kids. I didn't really want to have kids, but then I felt too bad or I lived in Ohio and I couldn't get an abortion. And like, and now here I am. And it's just like, I just will like, I think it would just be better if people just had the opportunity to have like more options and be able to see the real life for themselves that they actually, that they actually chose and that they that they wanted for themselves not just because they felt pressured into it yeah i think it's also like a call to action for men to be Mm -hmm. better 
because oh, yeah. if there were better options as far as our counterparts mm-hmm. um, to choose from, like as far as like who's going to be there, who's going to be consistent, oh, yeah. who's going to have the ability to take care of a family and all of that stuff, oh, then that, my gosh. Would that would help change things. That would help tremendously as yeah. well. Yeah. Because, and then it's like, but I do think as far as like with men, mm-hmm. When they went for what I've seen, from what I've seen, especially with regard to kids, it's almost like kids are just like a means to furthering their legacy. Mm. But you don't really see a lot of um, like communication as far as like what active role they what active role they play as a parent, like yeah. as a father. And so they'll have a kid and be like, boom, like my legacy continues, and it's just like okay. Like, what active role do you play in your family? And, like, you see so much coming up now with people talking about, like, weaponized incompetence and, like, men acting like they don't know how to do certain things just because they don't want to do housework or parenting and, like, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And um, I think it's BS. But then, you know what? But then I do know a lot of single dads and stuff like that, too. And people who have, like, really gone above and beyond to take care of their families. Yeah. And, um... And just done a choice for sure. But oh, I think it all. I think everything comes down to choice. Like you just have to wake up and choose to be like on it that day. Like even this. Like even us just choosing to shoot, like to record. It's just like everything is a choice. Yeah. You know. So I do think that there are, like I said, there are men out there who are doing their job as fathers and as partners, and you know, not placing the entire burden of childbearing and child rearing and stuff on the mom Mm -hmm. or on the woman. Um. But then at the same time, it's like, we just need, like I said, just need more of it. It's like, how can we get, how can we have the communication with them the same way we have the communication with women, right? Mm-hmm. As far as like, all right, if you're going to have kids, like you want to be nurturing, you want to be kind, you want to be caring, you want to do what you can for your kid. Yeah, I don't know. But for me, like I said, it don't really matter to me. Cause she ain't having kids, is what she's saying. No. <laughs> no big. I got two fur cats. Yes. Fur baby cats. Fur so. baby cats. So, yeah, and that's on period. (laughs) (laughs) And that's on period. The end. The end. (laughs) All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. I feel like I have a nice southern accent right now. Yeah. Sounding real good. Like Mm -hmm. I'm from Tennessee or Texas. Well, your people are from Mississippi. They are from Mississippi. I feel like Mississippi is more up here. They sound like a little bit more high-pitched Mississippi. I haven't taking a stab at a southern accent in a very long time in a very long time that drawl is that what southern really, drawl <laughs> really brings it together brings it together bless your heart <laughs> <laughs> all right oh, you're, precious. <laughs> you're so precious bless your heart um they do not mean bless your heart though no or that you're precious <laughs> or that you're precious <laughs> uh, but thank you guys so much again for tuning in to what's down podcast um in the comments below uh in the description uh you'll see the question that the we're gonna question. be going out so i would say the question of today is are you child free and if so are you child free by choice or are you child free by circumstance? Yeah. Let us know in the comments below. Let us know your story. We would love to hear. We would love to feature it on a future episode. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, make sure you guys continue to follow us on social media or Instagram and TikTok. All the details are in the description box below. Um, we upload every Monday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, we have a beacon below that will link you to all of our pages. We are on the journey to 100 subscribers on YouTube, guys, and 100 followers and listeners on Spotify. Mm -hmm. So we ask that you share these videos with a friend, family member, whoever. Anybody. Anybody. We don't care. Yeah. Anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not anybody. Mm -hmm. we, don't want, we don't want just anybody coming up in our comments being weird. But anyway. Uh, but yeah, we yes. want to build a beautiful community here. Uh, then also let us know what you want to hear about. Like any mm -hmm. other topics, any questions that you have for us. Yeah. Anything that you think we can feature. Like just let us know and we'll be happy to uh, to oblige. Uh, to oblige. <laughs> It'd be sublime. <laughs> yes. And we can. So thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I used to stick around, definitely not for too long.